Is your to-do list sabotaging your productivity? Hey, this is Megan, and welcome back to the Money Momentum Podcast and our mini-series, Your Profitable Year. In this episode, we're talking about the art of a well-crafted to-do list. When I talk to my clients or I speak to a group of entrepreneurs, there's a big mistake or misconception I see people make that really comes down to semantics, but honestly, it's affecting your ability to move forward in your business. Okay, okay, wait, so what am I talking about here? I'm actually talking about the definition or the difference between a goal, a project, and a task and how we should be structuring our to-do list utilizing those three things. So when I ask a room of entrepreneurs to tell me their goals for this quarter or this year, people shout out things like create a new website, launch a product, get a speaking gig. But then when I ask, okay, well, what's on your to-do list? People tell me things like a new website, launch a podcast, get a speaking gig. The problem here is that these things aren't actually goals or tasks, to-do list items. They're actually projects. But when we misname them, even in our minds, it leads to that feeling of overwhelm or like we aren't making progress or maybe that we're bad at time management or we aren't good at focusing or all those other things that our inner critic tells us for why we're not able to move forward. So let's break this down even further. Let's start with the goal. So a goal is our why. A goal is the thing that gets us to how we want to feel. It's a big picture thing. A goal is why we're doing this in the first place. Any of this, whatever it is, whatever we're talking about, the goal is the reason. So when I'm creating goals for myself or working with my clients, I always say your goal doesn't have to be, I'm kind of using air quotes here, smart, right? You know, the whole specific, measurable, actionable, that goals by my definition, they just have to evoke some sort of emotion in you. Your goal is what motivates you to do the work. Goals are the changes you want to make in the world. So a goal might be reach a larger audience with my message, or maybe it's help my clients learn they can approach their nutrition intuitively. So those would be examples of goals. So then once we know what our goals are, then we get to projects. Projects are the easy one because like I said at the beginning, they're the thing that people tend to default to. So projects are the pieces, they're the projects, (laughs) they're the things that help us reach our goal. So if I want to reach a larger audience with my message, I might have a project of starting a podcast or redoing my website. If my goal is to help my clients learn that it can approach their nutrition intuitively, then that might mean my project is to launch a new offer. A project is the way you're going to get to your goal. It's the thing you're going to do that when you complete it, you'll have reached your goal of reaching a larger audience or, you know, teaching someone a new thing or whatever that goal is. So once we know what our goal and our projects are, then we can move on to tasks. Tasks are what go on the to-do list. So here's where we're starting to talk about the art of a well-crafted to-do list. Tasks are the individual steps that make up your project. 
So you don't want to put launch a podcast on your to-do list. We want to put all of the little steps that go into launching a podcast. And there's a lot. So I kind of joke that sometimes the first step to getting out of overwhelm is to get more overwhelmed. And that's what I mean here is that sometimes when we put put launch a podcast on our to-do list, then that feels pretty overwhelming. So the first step to get out of that overwhelm is to get more overwhelmed by brainstorming out all of those individual tasks. So if you have a project that you're working on, I want you to grab a stack of post-it notes or grab a piece of paper, open a Google doc, whatever works for you. And I want you to think of all of the little pieces that go into that project. And I want you to break those steps down into the smallest component. So I always say that your individual tasks should be less than 60 minutes. And research really shows that an ideal length for a task is somewhere in the 15 to 25 minute range. So sometimes I'll even break my tasks down into part one, part two, part three, or you know, episode one, episode two, episode three, as opposed to having a task that is outline all of the podcast episodes, right? So breaking them down into the smallest piece um, really helps us find that amount of time we can focus. All right, so you want to break it down into the pieces, again, just using launch a podcast as an example, you want to break down the task into brainstorm your topics, outline the individual episodes, record the individual episodes, create the show notes, upload it to your server, and so on and so on like that. So all of a sudden, that item that was on your to-do list that was one item, launch a podcast, it could become 10 or 20 or 30 tasks. And so even though that might feel a little bit overwhelming, I always say knowledge is power. So now you know exactly what you need to do. And now those individual tasks can go on a specific spot on your calendar. And you can be more realistic with how long these projects are actually going to take because now you know all of the individual tasks that make up the project. And so now you can look at your calendar for the week and you can say, okay, I'm working with clients here, or I have to pick my kids up from school at this time. And you can find those spots on your calendar where you can say, all right, I'll outline my individual episode Wednesday at 10 a.m. And then I'll record the episodes Thursday at 2 p.m. And you can start to get really specific with your to-do list. So it actually becomes a tool to help you complete those projects which help you reach your goals. So let's go back up to the top with our goals and make sure that our goals are really aligned with where we want to go long-term. So whether that's the quarter or the year or even five years, our goals can also act as a filter for when other opportunities come up or when we get all those great ideas, we can run those ideas and opportunities through our goals and to see if they align. So if an opportunity comes up, but it doesn't align with, again, maybe that goal we've set is reach a larger audience with my message and an opportunity comes up, but it's not going to really help you reach a larger audience with your message, then you might decide to pass on that opportunity, or maybe you table it for another time. Or maybe you decide that it's a really great opportunity and you want to take advantage of it, and you want to shift your goal to accommodate that new opportunity or idea. So that's great, and you can absolutely do that. 
But then you also want to look at the projects that you had underneath that goal and decide if those are still in alignment. If you're shifting your goal to take advantage of an opportunity, then all of a sudden launch a podcast may not be a top priority um, project anymore. And that's okay. But keeping knowing what your goal is and keeping that front and center, then you can decide, okay, these are the projects I need to do. These are the projects that I'm going to push out to another time. I always kind of say, you can do it all. You just can't do it all at the same time. So using your goals as a filter for what projects you can take on really helps you make more progress. Then you can use your projects as a filter for what tasks you should be doing on any given day. If you sit down at your desk and you know that a high priority project for this quarter is to launch your podcast cast, then you're not going to sit down and, you know, rework the copy on your homepage or, you know, do whatever the other thing is. You're going to be able to sit down at your desk and do those tasks that are going to move you towards the completion of that project. All right, so let's do a little action step here. I want you to take a look at your actual to-do list right now, wherever that is, whether it's on a piece of paper or in an app on your phone. And I want you to ask yourself, are these truly tasks or are there actually projects on your to-do list? And is there anything on your to-do list that can be broken down into smaller pieces? Then we might need to triage our to-do list a little bit based on the projects and goals that you actually have for this quarter or for whatever time frame you're working with. What are your goals for the rest of this year or this quarter or for the next quarter? Or again, what are you working towards? And then what are the projects that nest under that goal? And it doesn't mean that your other projects aren't good or you can't do them. It just means you want to push them out to a time when they're more aligned with those goals. Once you know the goals that you're working on and the projects that support them, then it becomes a lot easier to create that daily or weekly to-do list because now you know exactly what projects are working to move the needle. All right, and that's how you create a well-crafted to-do list. Okay, so your action steps from this episode is to start by thinking big picture with what your goals truly are for the next quarter or the next few months, and then what are the projects that will move you towards feeling that emotion or completing that goal, and then make sure that all of the tasks on your to-do list are, first of all, are A, truly tasks, and then B, that they're tasks that align with the project that you should be working on. This is the art of a well-crafted to-do list, and I promise this is going to move you towards a more profitable year. All right, so thanks so much for tuning into this episode of the Money Momentum Podcast, and be sure to tune into the next episode in our series of Your Profitable Year. Have a great day. Hey everyone, if you've been enjoying these mini podcast episodes, then I want to invite you to a training I'm hosting called the 10K Club, three strategies to turn your business into a consistent paycheck. On November 22nd at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern time, we're going to be going through the strategies to create consistent revenue in your business without a ton of time, a huge list, or having to constantly be in launch mode. I'm going to share with you the same strategies I share inside my mastermind that have gotten these women to consistent five, 
10 and 20K months. If you head over to meganflat.com forward slash 10K club and sign up for this free training, I promise you're going to get actionable steps that you can take right away that will move you into the 10K club and beyond. I'll see you there.